0: On this special episode of Resi Week, we talk about wellness with my good friend Ian from Cedia. All this and more on this special episode of Resi Week.
1: The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This.
0: this. This. This is, is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation. This is a special episode of Resi Week, Well Tech. Welcome to this special episode of Resi Week. Uh, this is Matt D. Scott for AVNation.tv. And this episode, we are pleased to be joined by my good friend, Ian Bryant. He is the Senior Director of Strategic Partnerships at Cedia. How are you doing, Ian? I'm doing well.
1: Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on this on this special, Ian. You and I are going to have a a friendly deep dive into the f- kind of my favorite topic right now <laughs> uh, to to both be intrigued with, but also be cautiously optimistic of. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. We are going to be talking about wellness and specifically uh, wellness technologies now. If you have followed this channel for more than a minute, the last, I don't know, what would you say, two years, year and a half, two years? Yeah. Wellness has kind of become the new buzzword, right? It is what most of the manufacturers or what what most of the major publications are talking about. Uh, It is the saving grace for the channel, depending on who you listen to. Um, It's also something that we should not be in at all, depending on if you listen to somebody else. So Ian, you you're you're fairly influential over at CDA. You've come up through I don't want to say through the ranks, but you've been an integrator, you've been a programmer, you've owned your own company, you've you've worked for for the the association, you're still working for the association. Give me kind of your your take on wellness and, and what the state of wellness is right now.
1: Ooh, well, From what I've seen, especially over the past year or two, transition is this rethinking of uh, how people are spending time in their home and how you, um, I guess, quantify their enjoyment of being in the home. And that is where a lot of people um, with some of these wellness institutes or organizations that are focusing on this are, are now able to say things like, you know, how happy you are, um, what gives you enjoyment and also how healthy you are is kind of what is making up the well tech or wellness, uh, area and residential building. And so up until the technology kicked in, a lot of wellness was focused around mobility, living in place, um, the enjoyment you have in your home. And then as, as technology really started to focus and shift um, into that area, we started looking at air quality, water quality, uh, lighting, not just a light switch, but a dimmer, not just a dimmer, but color-changing lights, sleep quality, exercise. So it's really starting to grow into a whole new area. Um, and there's even some things that that some may say are wellness that integrators are already doing that they don't realize. For instance, uh, a home security system brings a peace of mind and a feeling of security over a, a, a homeowner. And that couldn't be interpreted as uh, a little bit of wellness. So it's a very broad topic, uh, but well tech and specific is growing rapidly. Um, and we're seeing lots of changes and not just what we can do, but we're getting to a point now of what we can quantify, what we can measure and show a um, uh, progression of the well tech or well, the wellness quality in the home.
0: So have we ha- have we seen a dilution of kind of what, what well tech is? because the way you phrase it, right, the, w- the way you, you frame it, talking about air quality, talking about water quality, talking about light quality those are things that I can 100% get behind. I understand it. It makes sense to me. It's quantifiable to your point. It is not the glitz and the glamour and the meditation rooms and the Zen this and the Zen that uh, that has kind of been the the big push the last the last little bit, uh, or at least seem to be the big push, right? if you if you search for, wellness in Google, or you search for for wellness technology. That's what it goes to. It goes to, oh, repurpose your theater room into a yoga studio, which is great. And I love yoga. And it's fun. Um, I don't see too many clients jumping on that bandwagon, unless they're big yoga fans. Um, What has caused that that kind of diversion into that, into that realm? Or is that just that it's new and sexy and because we're in tech, we have to find something new and sexy to talk about.
1: Oh, no, I totally think it's the, the new and sexy and the, the, the big trend. You know, if you looked at anything at CES over the past two years, I really think last year was, is, was the, the 2019, sorry, 2020 CES was where it was, really big with sensory deprivation um you know all of these vr devices that yeah like this this getting into the you know it's a a lot of that pressure from the wearables and the personal technology kind of pushes in on that there's so much so many manufacturers are so much out there but i think that was the big thing and it was the hot topic and it was fancy and everyone thought it was oh so cool, but in all reality, who is really going to designate a room in their home for sensory deprivation? Um, there are, I, I had some arguments last year, actually specifically about this topic. And I, I said, you know, if you really want to find wellness inside, you can spend zero money and, and do medit self meditation. Um, and, and instead of spending hundred thousand dollars on a sensory deprivation chamber, like <laughs> um, And you know, I got a lot of arguments about that, but I, I think that was the the glitz and the glamour. and that's really from what I've seen over the past year is that's starting to just phase out and people are are moving on. And what's now starting, the discussion that now we're now seeing is is real wellness in the home when it comes to like, things that people are already doing that they did, just didn't realize it. And especially during a, during the COVID pandemic, everyone's spending time in their home now realizing, um, you know, my, I, my air quality is not that good. I, my allergies got worse because we're spending so much time inside the home or, you know, just, there's a lot of things people are starting to realize and, and these types of, of wellness technologies are, Sustainable and in the long term.
0: So, so let's talk about that for a minute because I, I would agree a hundred percent. And you know, I I a lot of times will use my company's residential arm as a good barometer. One, I'm Canadian. We're not super flashy as a rule, um, unless you're Drake. But we run in a you know, kind of average city size. We're not New York, we're not LA, we're not Toronto, we're not Vancouver, we're not Dallas. I look at our clientele and say, you know, what flies for for my clients is fairly representative of what the average CD members clientele looks like, right? None of this from the from the flashy side is anything that they're looking for. It, they they may be interested in a home gym, but they just want a gym. They don't need it to you know have a projector that shows them a scene of their cabin in the woods with with scent of the fir trees coming in. That, that's not that's not what they're looking for, and that's definitely not what they're willing to pay for. When it comes to dare we say common sense wellness technology um how is that how is that a, a a vertical that our channel gets into how do you how do you go about one for let, let's use air quality for example researching air quality finding factors and and products and and solutions that work in that vein understand how to utilize HVAC to do such a thing. And then B, how do you pitch that to your client when you're there talking to them about cameras or, you know, a theater room or worse, you know, a ring doorbell? How do you make that jump?
1: Yeah, that's um, (laughs) a, that's a tough question. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know, my first answer is going to be education um, and educating yourself about what options there are out there There are some companies um, that are specifically selling these type of products to integrators um, that aren't hard to find. Um, I won't call out any names. We'll just say, you know, they're there. (laughs) Um, And uh, I don't want to play favorites. Sorry, I'm trying to be... Uh,
0: yeah, we're being diplomatic today,
1: diplomatic here, so I will not <laughs> play favorites, but there are some, some, uh, distributors and some, some buying groups and some other companies that specifically sell these type of products. But for, for what I believe the integrators role is, is, is one, you need to partner up with your HVAC company, your plumbers, your electricians, integrators are already partnering up with the electricians. On a lot of their projects if they're doing any sort of lighting control especially if it's a, a full distributed system but even a you know even a like a prod, product like radio raw 2 you still have to work with your electricians um, you know the product they know the product and you work together to get that taken care of um, and then you can integrate with it on your control system side or just if it's just going to be an app on the phone you know it's not very dissimilar to do the same thing for hvac In the past, if you've done a whole home integration system, you're probably just swapping out a thermostat or putting in some remote temp sensors to monitor and control. We're not going that much further as just putting in a system that monitors the air quality and some different type of filters and fans that then control based off of that. So Working with your HVAC contractor, because what we're seeing is the HVAC companies and the the plumbers and a lot of the electricians aren't putting these products. They're not going to the homeowner and saying, "Hey, this would be. I really think you would do. Would really love this. You know, air purification system or this air monitoring system or this water uh, monitoring product that can, uh, you know, one will filter your water and then also will monitor its activity and usage. And if you have a broken pipe or a leaky toilet, like they're not actively selling it. They're selling service packages on their traditional products Um, it's it's the integrator is best purposed because it's technology related to be the one to talk to the homeowner about these options and opportunities and why it is important and then partner up with the other contractors to get it all taken care of and i know the argument is an integrator is then just going to be the one stop for everything and how can you be, uh, you know, the, what is it? The Jack of all trades, but not, Mm. not specific focused in a one area.
0: Well, well, let me, let me ask you this one. Why are, why do you think that the plumbers and the, the electricians and, you know, what have you, why, why are they not touching any sort of tech? Like uh, we we've, we've seen it where, you know, uh, an HVAC company will come in and replace your furnace and give you a smart thermostat, but won't even consider putting it online. Right. Right. They'll leave, they'll leave the homeowner kind of hanging with that. But at the same time, we've also seen some really progressive HVAC companies that they won't sell you a furnace unless you get the smart thermostat with the multi-zone sensors and all this other jazz. Is that just not the norm?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's the, um, I think over the next, you know, f- five or so years, we'll start to see a shift where they they realize the changing that's happening. But keep in mind um, the traditional and and I'm and I'm no by any way saying that electricians, HVAC companies, plumbers or plumbers are behind the times or stubborn in any way. I just think that their business models don't allow the um, the innovation of new products they have a very um set way of doing business and also a set way of utilizing uh, manufacturers products that are tried and true and and not kind of leaning towards new innovations and new ways of doing things as an integrator that's kind of how we were born yeah. uh, we've always from day one i mean back in the late 90s early 2000s we were putting in commercial products into residential to make them work, and that's kind of how we all got started. It was figuring out how to solve a problem and doing it. Whereas, you know, plumbers, electricians, and 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 HVACs companies, like I said, they're it's it, it's difficult for them to shift to new technologies and new uh, ways of thinking about um, things. And it just again, it kind of fits with what an integrator does. Um,
0: so, what is what is the push because? i i get your point on you know the 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 concern sometimes of of being the jack of all trades right the we were, we were talking pre-show um we've all been on projects where you know it, it's almost like you're popping your head in the door every time with the homeowner as they're in different rooms and somebody's talking to them about shades and you're like hey i can do that and they start talking about you know thermostats like oh Hey, hey, yo! Uh, yep, we, we were in the third, but I heard it. Yeah, we can, we can do that. Well, I, I, I totally believe that we can, and, and believe that we should. Don't misunderstand. How do you go about explaining to a homeowner, or, or, or proving that when you say that you're a technology company, or, or maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key: is that we have to shift from being AV people to just blatantly being technology people. Because I know, and again, just speaking from my own experience, I've had conversations with clients as they've got a new fancy furnace or got, uh, you know, a huge water system, saying, "You know, we can we can monitor that for you, so you don't have to come down to the basement and check all the little sensors and make sure everything's good." We can, we can monitor that for you. So you get like a you know, a notification on your phone when you got to fix or, or, or service that or, or deal with something with your water or your air or, or, or what have you. And the response has always been, oh, well, we'll let the water company deal with that or we'll let the HVAC company deal with that. Is that a, does that go down to how we've positioned ourselves in the market to where we're still just the AV company? Or the speaker company. Heck, I have clients who still refer to me and send their friends to me as Matt's the speaker guy.
1: You actually gave me chills when you when you kind of like made that that idea that the possibility of that transition because it's exactly what I'm gonna answer one hundred percent. Um we need to not get how away you from
0: recorded or or I didn't prompt right. that for him.
1: <laughs> the A V guy or the the, the TV guy or, you know, the, we are technology professionals. And on top of that, there's one thing that I have been preaching about for, for years now is, is, is also, you know, we're selling your service, your knowledge of technology in all aspects um, which can be is so much more as any integrator knows, if you've been in the industry long enough, your knowledge base is so further, much further than just audio, video TVs and home cinemas. If you're doing integration, you you have to then, you know, as a programmer um, for 15, 17 years, I I had to learn, you know, I had to need, un, if I wanted to integrate to an HVAC system, I needed to understand what it did. If I integrated with um, a lighting system, I needed to understand voltages, I needed to understand. So you kind of embed yourself in there and so we're technology professionals, um, and one thing that you can do is be cons- technology consultants to your clients. So yes, sell them you know a, a package, a whole home system, small whatever you're going to do, but don't shy away from having discussions with your clients about the fact that you can be their technology consultant and all aspects of technology. Um, so if they see something on in a magazine or on the internet or on TV, say, "Hey, I, I heard that you can monitor your your main water line and control it from an app." Absolutely, let's talk about that. I may not sell, be able to sell the product, but I can tell you about the technology, and then we can talk to your plumbers and get it installed and get it taken care of. And it goes completely one hundred percent. I can't I can't uh, express how much I I uh, advise everyone to consider themselves a residential or residential and commercial technology pro
0: when when trying to make that transition right and we'll we'll jump back to wellness in a second um but i i I think this is kind of the the key aspect of doing this is is it is it it a rebrand is it just continually marketing that because i'd like to think that we all within the industry, we all think that we're technology professionals, but at the end of the day, what we think doesn't really matter. It's what our clients think. How do you, is there a way in which you can effectively push that without offending?
1: It's oh, a tough one. Um, well, I mean, you know, we, uh, here at Cedia, we, Made an an internal um, conscious decision last last year. We went through a large, a very long process to 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 come up with the term and and finally agree on the term integrator. Mm-hmm. And we chose integrator because of its vast representation of the industry, and um, in both commercial and residential. And we've presented this also to our. Um, government affairs kind of consortium group and all of these sister associations of ours have all agreed to use that term. So that helps on one side that we're all using, using the same term and we're all talking the same message to the homeowner. That's always our biggest hurdle um, because we don't have the reach um, Cedia and other associations don't have the reach to communicate directly to the homeowners or directly to all the builders though we try as hard as we can. Um, It's, it's getting better um, as we kind of come together, um, you know, in for instance, in our, our government affairs calls every Friday, you know, best buys on that along with a lot of other associations. Um, And so we're all talking together and working as one. Um, And so the message is getting out there, but yeah, the, what I always say is it's got to be grassroots. Every integrator, every pro- professional that is in the industry has got to, to say the same message. And then eventually we'll change the perception of the homeowners. And then there's programs like CDS COI that help uh, where you can go speak to local builders, architects and engineers and inter- interior designers about what the industry is and what we do and what we're about and what we call ourselves. Um, so it's going to take time you know we spent the first 20 25 years out of the past 30 or 31 you know as av mm-hmm. and we've only really spent the past maybe you know 4 or 5 years trying to change that perception and say no we're all things technology when it comes to residential commercial is a little different yeah. because you can't commercial it and that kind of stuff's a whole number of ball game but residential one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, let Let's jump kind of back to back to wellness yeah. a little bit. Sorry, I I, I diverted. It's what I do. Um, since we've kind of established that, or you and I have established, and thus it has been disagreed, that wellness is, is not necessarily those super flashy, high end, ridiculous rooms that uh, everyone wants to think that is the the, the driving force when we start talking about things like lighting control and light temperatures and, and and this is I'll preface this with this is one of those things that's kind of near and dear to my heart um i love the conversations that evolve when i talk to clients about lighting control and how it has you know benefits to to their lifestyle you hear a lot of talk about circadian rhythms and all these other things. And I'm not here to debate the validity of a circadian rhythm, but what I question is, and you've seen it from some of the major manufacturers, which is kind of what, what gives me pause. There are occasionally references made to how it will benefit your, your, your health. And I think that is, in my opinion, if there's two things that are kind of hurting the wellness conversation, it's the over-the-top things that are cool, but the average homeowner is not never going to buy. Uh, but the other thing is, we've we've seemed to push past tr- that. You know, like let's let's create a healthy environment. And pushed it into this is great for your health and almost into the, you know, this will help cure you of what ails you. And if only you could buy some circadian rhythm with warm dimming lights that all of a sudden you'll sleep better at night and all these other great things. As the son of a lawyer, every time I hear things like that, I get really concerned. How do you balance talking about something like circadian rhythm? And we're only picking on that because it's lighting and I like lighting. But we could say the same about air quality or anything else. It's not something that I'd ever want to have to show an actual health benefit on. I'd never want to bring up a study and be like, hey, this right here from the Royal College of Medicine is why you need air purification or a circadian rhythm lighting system. But we hear that talking, we hear that talked about a lot. How do you, how do you combat that? Or do you just avoid it?
1: Yeah, this is always a tough one. Um, and I, I, I'm sorry I know I'm saying that on like every <laughs> every question you're asking me
0: well that's why we're having it though
1: but this well <laughs> yeah this is why I wanted to have the, these discussions is because there are a lot of tough things to talk about internally and with your with your clients And yes saying to your client that something is going to cure an ailment of theirs puts you up for an immediate opportunity of a lawsuit um, there's a reason why the companies that sell all of the uh, supplements still through like GNC um, are not approved by the FDA. Um, they can't say that it specifically cures or does anything by law. And so we, at, uh, through wellness products, have to also say, you can't, you know, that by, by putting the circadian lighting, or circadian rhythm lighting Uh, tracking in your home you're going to live five years longer you can't say that like you can't say anything but what you can say is you know come up with if i I, when you were talking i was thinking of uh, of saying you know you know mr and mrs so and so when you wake up in the morning do you like to hit a a light switch that goes from zero to a hundred at pure you know six sixty five hundred seven thousand kelvin lights right in your face no like things to come on slow probably want a nice warm color that's natural to the sunlight when it rises in the morning so do you you know do you feel when you have lots of great windows and you have natural sunlight coming in that that the color changes make you feel better throughout the day or make you feel more productive like there are ways to talk about it and how it makes them feel um and not all clump people some people may just say i don't care just give me a light switch but some people are going to say absolutely it makes me it makes me happier i'm more productive when i have certain color lighting in the evening i feel more relaxed and it's about how they feel now that's just lighting mm-hmm. some of the other things are quantifiable and 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 you can actually measure them and now that's where when you get into some things like air quality where you can measure particulates and different chemicals and different pollutants in the air of a home. And as those become removed, you can say, now I'm not going to tell you that this is, you know, saving your life, but this is the quality changes from a and B before and after. And if you Google or research any of those before numbers, you'll be able to see that it does have an effect on, on, you know, your life. So there are some that are, uh, measurable, um, sleep mm-hmm. quality. If you have the ability to measure your movement. I mean, a lot of, um, it started a couple years ago with phone apps. Yeah. You put your phone on your bedside and it would, with the, um, uh, the sensors in the phone yeah. would see, you know, how, which is sometimes okay. But if you're sleeping with a partner, it's all the measuring's kind of off. Um, I could never charge my phone. I ended up, I ended up always knocking it off of the bed and mm-hmm. Or if you have pets, but you know, there are now technologies, um, for instance, a company, you know, bright bed that has the ability of putting sensors in the bed, um, and measuring not only the movement, but your heart rate and your, your, uh, respirations. So you can measure things like that. But again, we always have to be careful. And especially when you get into some of the, um, people that are with living in place and mobility, um, where you, you. You can't say that you're going to cure someone or fix someone's ailments. Now, if you do want to put in a technology that is going to help someone with a disability or with an issue, I always recommend speaking with their, uh, with their, with their either therapist or their doctor and working with them um, so that they can actually say, I advise that you do this. It will help you as a doctor, a medical professional. I'm saying that this would help you um, and the long run. So that's kind of where I stand on it.
0: When you start, like when you go down that vein, it seems to me that there's a great opportunity just to talk about essentially the, the, the health of a home and not, not tie it because, you know, like, like yourself, I'm, I'm sure you've been pitched some of these things and some of the pitches are really, really entertaining, we'll say, um, that's the safest, safest phrase that will, will not get me sued. Um, when you start talking about the health of a home and, and creating that environment, that's effective, when do you want to, when, when do you start that conversation? Is it, is that something that uh, I, I don't see the day yet where we're getting called for this? And I, and I guess that's kind of my, my sticking point is I've never had someone use, you know, our contact form on our website or or reach out over social and be like, Hey, Hey Omega, this is, this is what we're looking for. We need you to come in and, and improve the air quality in our home and help us monitor it. We get calls like everybody else does for, Hey, my wifi sucks (laughs) or I need a TV mounted and we're trying to build a theater room. And those kind of things are, are, are usually what we're, we're brought in to do. And well, there are fantastic, you know, salespeople in, in, in my company and other companies who can, you know, have that big conversation that starts off at, you know, a basic, Hey, I want a sound bar, and all of a sudden becomes the house and lighting control and you know, HVAC control and monitoring and all these other great things. But for the average user, that, that doesn't happen. How do you go about jumping into that conversation with, again, not being too presumptuous? Well, to
1: answer one of the questions, I think that eventually we will be, integrators will be looked at as, as from, from, from the very beginning um, as, Hey, We're building the house. We want not only distributed audio and video and networking and security, but we want to monitor our air and our water. And we want to talk about, I mean, we do get requests for gyms. You may not sell the weight equipment or the exercise equipment, but putting in the media in the gym. So an immersive space and a gym could be the future. Um, or immersive rooms. Um, but I think eventually we will get to that point. What it's going to take is communication with the builders that you work a lot with. It's, it's again, it's, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, it may take, uh, you know, well into a decade before we're looked at as, as those people, but it goes back to the discussion about the technology specialist. Um and in that trend, in that time period, the the other trades may also pick up on that technology and start um, selling it themselves. So we may again it, but all of this is going to get end up getting integrated together yeah. in ways where it all comes back to the integrator, um, because the let's just say even if in five years air quality monitoring and, and ventilation is going to be primarily done by the HVAC companies. They, It's a the majority of them figure out that it, it is a business plan that they want. They still have to get it onto the home network. If they want it actively monitored outside of just an app on someone's phone, they're going to have to talk to the integrator. Um, if they want it um, to talk to other things in the home, excuse me, uh, they, they've got to talk to the integrator regardless. Because we hold the keys to um, a lot of, of the other technologies in the home that everything else requires and everything else depends
0: on. Do you think that the, that this as, as wellness or, or well tech is at a point yet? Is it mature enough to where it can become a vertical for, for you know, say 50% of the, the, the residential AV industry?
1: We're close. Um, I, you know, one of the wellness um, uh, global wellness Institute just had a, a well tech awards at their, their last, um, last year's um, expo Mm -hmm. and it's picking up enough traction. There are enough companies that are selling products that are being implemented in homes. I think we're kind of at that early adoption where, you know, we're, maybe at maybe 5% ish of the market of the integrators that are starting to implement this in their business models. But from everyone that I've talked to from um, integrators to the manufacturers of these products, to the wellness associations, everyone believes that this is going to be well tech. The specific technology of wellness is going to be the future. Um, And it may take time for integrators to be comfortable talking to their learning, how to talk to their customers or their clients about it, being comfortable about the discussions of wellness, and then have that a good enough uh, knowledge of what products there are and what to go to. So my recommendation is if you're interested in it is to kind of start now with figuring out what type of technology there is out there. Um, just like anyone would, an integrator would, if a new uh, projector manufacturer model, something like when laser projectors came out or when flat panels first came out, everyone gets it into their showroom or they test it out. They put it in the someone's home that they know, like they do some figuring out how it's going to fit into their business model and then start implementing it. That's my recommendation.
0: Is it something where, because you brought this up, I don't know, 10 minutes ago or something. Um you brought up aging in place. Living in place. Living in place, aging in place. Stop. Stop it. Uh. <laughs> um living in place. Aging gracefully at home. Um <laughs> you can tell I watch way too much PBS. <laughs> Is that it, it, do you think that that affords the opportunity to start down this vein, or is it better to go after the young professional? Does it does it matter?
1: They're really almost two. They're they're yeah, in the like same. I know they're
0: two different, or, or they can very quickly become two different things.
1: Yeah. Usually, with with the living in place discussion, you're not specifically talking about the lighting control or um, immersive spaces or water quality. It's more about dealing with their specific issues to them um, from someone that is, usually we're talking about um, health, health concerns, mobility issues. So you're, you're looking at a different product set. Um, But there is part, part of that is um, mental health. And that's what a lot of. Uh, or well, some of some of the items in WellTech start off as um, uh, comfortable, but they the comfortability, but they turn into someone's m- mental well being and their mm-hmm. mental health, which can add to the living in place. Yeah. Um. So they're they're a little bit separate, but they're at the same time kind of the same area. But you're usually not going to be talking to the um, younger population about long-term living in place solutions. More people that are going to be immediately affected by that are going to be in, in, in a different age group. Yeah. Um, and But that doesn't mean that that age group wouldn't benefit from um, air quality, water quality, sleep measurement quality. Um, it, it affects them as well.
0: So let's let's kind of shift a little bit there are obviously a lot of mainstream companies that are, that are playing in the space, uh, whether they're experimenting, whether they've dove into the the, the deep end of the pool on it. Um, there's a lot of players at, at different levels, shall we say? One of the things that I saw, gosh, back in last fall, I think was a, and, and I'm, I'm going to blank on the the company name, Uh, but essentially they they sold a connected uh, uh, kind of almost like a Glade plug-in, which is a a terrible analogy. Um, But they sold a little Wi-Fi widget that plugged into the wall and you could put multiple cents into it and you could trigger those cents and you could group those cents. So think like Sonos for your nose, which is not the marketing spiel they wanted at all. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but notwithstanding, but it, 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 it was one of those companies that um, I don't know if they started with a, a Kickstarter or something like that, but it, it had the flair of a Kickstarter, but it is doing well and, and seems to be a fairly effective, like they're well past that Kickstarter style stage, but they are of the, you know, Amazon ish type approach. Where is the Where's the delta between a company like that that hasn't, you know, released an API so it'll plug into RTI or Crestron or Control 4 or Alon or Savant, what have you. It just lives as an app on, on your phone and lets you, again, schedule things and program things to change the, the scent in your house. Um, what happens to, to, to the the aspect of the industry that wants to go after this, but they're not fully bought into our aspect of the industry. So you're not going to have that, that touch panel in your home where you can pull up air quality. You can pull up this. It's all going to be app driven. And then you're going to end up with, you know, a folder on your phone that has your lighting app and has your, you know, air scent app and has your air quality app Um, how how do we look at that and show the value of it beyond because it's integrated but it's not integrated do you know what i mean yeah i can
1: say that from some of the manufacturers that i've spoken to that are brand new to the well tech industry once they Realized that there is an entire multi-billion-dollar industry of residential technology or inter- integration technology in the home. They started, and and I and like I guess that I've had specific conversations with some manufacturers that have said that their current roadmap for 2021 is to open up their API and to put together PDKs okay. or programming design kits for integrators. So what I've seen is the initial depending and even manufacturers that are really well known that, but have never really played in our, in our, in our space. Once they kind of get into it, they then realize, Oh, wow, there's a whole, there's a whole ecosystem here of, of, of companies and manufacturers that are all talking to each other. And we want to be a part of that. We want to not limit ourselves to just having the app Mm -hmm. on the phone. Um, And, and on top of that, our control system manufacturers that live in our space are doing a much better job than they've ever done before at utilizing uh, very common programming languages that allow for much easier integration with IoT devices. Right. Um, and so we're we're it it usually takes a while for that new manufacturer when they get in to realize, um, and then they get pressure. They'll also get pressure from users or dealers or distributors that they need to open up their APIs. Um, but I do understand there's still a ton of products that are, you know, self-contained with an app, and there's no, you know, so you've got a system, mm-hmm. but it's a closed system by itself. Um, and so uh, it just is, will take some time. But the transition is getting faster. You know, it's no longer it took so and so you know, years to allow us to integrate with them to just months.
0: Yeah. It, do you th- believe that the IOT aspect of this is going to be the, the main driver?
1: It, it definitely is right now. Okay. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, if you look at CES, uh, the majority of all wellness, well tech right now is being shown at, at, at CES. Um, which is very IoT, direct-to-consumer kind of market. Um, but again, I, I, there are a lot of manufacturers that are starting to realize um, in the well-tech industry that they're better off working with the integration side, the integrators and the integration manufacturers that are in our market um, because it's, it makes their product work better um and it makes it more attractive
0: yeah all right let's 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 kind of circle back and, and we'll try to wrap this up um because I could talk for hours but I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> people want to listen to me for hours they'll listen to you but probably not no. to me um most integrators as we know and, and most of the ones that I've talked to are not in this space yet right what are the if you had to give them kind of like, three main keys to to focus on to dip their toes into it because i do believe that there is i do believe there's a market here i also believe that there is money here and, and not to be not to be crass about it but we're we're kind of in the business of making money that that's that's the goal you can platitude it as much as you want but that's why you own a business. Um, what are the, what are the three, three key things that you would say you should do or could do to dip your toes into this space?
1: I don't know if I can fit it to three. I'm going to do my best, five. but five. Mean, okay, I can do five <laughs> Yeah. Well, the first one's the easiest one because most integrators are doing it at some level, which is lighting. Okay. Um, lighting control and um, and lighting integration is is number one and again I completely agree with you we don't have to work you don't have to be concerned about saying you're looking to make money and have a business plan that supports uh, your growth of your company just because it's wellness like it's not a for it's not a non-for-profit topic yeah. um, you know we're all we all have businesses <laughs> yeah I, we totally understand but lightings number one Second is, uh, water, uh, the, 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 and it's, it's not huge, you know, you've got basically water monitoring and then water quality and water filtration. Um, but they're pretty, the water monitoring products that are out there have been out for a couple of years now and they're very, uh, well done and they're rock solid. Um, third is going to be air quality, uh, looking at, um, the active monitoring, and then filtration, ventilation. Um, and then the the next two are are two that are really, really new to the integrators, which is um, well, one exercise and and not exercise in the sense of um you know we've anyone that's been in the integration industry for the past 15, 20 years has done something for homeowners in their, in their gyms, but it's normally TVs and speakers. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a whole new, uh, area of, of immersive, um, or more engaged exercise. And there's lots of different levels from Peloton or, um, the, the, the mirror, the wall, um, all the way up to companies like immersive gyms. But, you know, I, for one, when I run inside, I absolutely hate running on a treadmill where I am just looking at a wall or even at a TV. I've seen small treadmills with little displays that uh, show me like running through a forest. And I'm like, Oh, this is so much better. <laughs> it makes a difference. <laughs> right. Um, and then, uh, sleep is a, as a new one. Um, and sleep's very, sleep's one that I, I, I would tell people to do the little research to, um, make sure you're comfortable talking with your homeowners about it. Cause it really does. You're getting into a whole new, getting into a different space um, of communication with your, with your clients. But there are some pretty cool products out there um, that allow you to integrate a bed into the home environment, your, your integrated home and do monitoring and changes throughout their sleep to make the make the, their experience so much better in their, in their, in their home.
0: That's super cool. Is kind of the, the, of all of these kind of, kind of five key points is the first level, you know, basic monitoring and the second level kind of the start of the integration aspect. So like with, with air quality is the first, just being aware of what the air quality looks like. And then the next step being hey now that we know we're going to use your um your your breath air filter to bring in outside air and, and filter it down to exchange that air in the home and etc um and then the third being a level of you know automation to that yeah is that, is that yeah. kind of the the absolute life cycle
1: yeah um lighting lighting's is a little different um but like air and water 100 percent. you need to know what your your baseline is before you actually start making changes, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are very comfortable just. And I was guilty of this, just saying, "Well, I assume that my air quality isn't the best in my home, um, so I'm just going to throw in some a whole home air purifier or some air purifiers in all the bedrooms." Well, you know that's uh that's great if you know what they're doing and how and the quality of it is. So monitoring. Um, first getting a baseline measurement, um, just like you would in an experiment is the best way to move forward. And then you can start figuring out what options are best suited for the environment or for what the problem is.
0: Last question before I let you go, um, or or maybe last topic, (laughs) we'll see how, how far we go. Um, when you start to work on pitching this, what is the what is the best way to pitch this in the current environment without dare I say going too far because we have a lot of conversations about like I live two hours away from Flint, the water conversation and years before that Walkerton, the conversations about water can be very touchy. Uh, Obviously air can be entertaining these days. Um, sleep not so much, but air and water are kind of big ones. How do you how do you start down that 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 pitch without coming off the wrong way?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking as you were talking, I what I I would hate an integrator to make their client feel like they're like they're a used car salesman, like just trying to give you all the options or, um, oh, well, let me tell you about your air quality. Did you know all of the toxins that exist in a brand new home? Let's, let's sell you a $10,000 more product to clean those toxins out or mm-hmm. your 50 year old home that has like, it's I, a slippery slope. What I believe is a good way to start is in your client discovery conversations. If you're really, if you're a good integrator, you have hopefully figured out um, a good way to do client discovery conversations on new potential clients. And, and traditionally those are, how do you listen to your music? How do you watch your, you know, where do you watch TV? Um, What, you know, what type of movies do you like to get an idea if they're an action film and like big, you know, these client discovery discussions that instead of saying, let me sell you this, or let me fix something tell me about yourself, tell me about your home, figuring out a, what works for you to, to ask questions about their well-being, how, you know, uh, as you're in part of a discussion, you know, Hey um, you know, we're putting the TV in the bedroom and you said that you really enjoy that. Do you, do you, do you have any issues, you know, sleeping or um, what, Uh, we talked about the lighting thing, you know, how do you like to wake up in the morning when it comes to your lights? Um, What would be your ideal situation? Like I I believe that a good client discovery could be a really good way to get into it. And until we get to the point where it is well enough and known by the general public that there are all of these options available. And then they just are going to request, like you were saying, you'll just get a call saying, Hey, I I'm looking for the new X company's, air monitoring system you guys can install that right like until it gets to the mass adoption um i think the best way is is just talking with your clients and especially if you have a really good relationship with past clients too um you know i had a client um back in indiana that um would just con- he every once in a while he just called me up and say hey what's like what's new what's what's the new thing out there or oh i was i saw this ad or i saw this thing on you know, because he knew me as his technology guru, as his consultant, and I would just give him information, and sometimes that turned into sales leads, and sometimes it didn't. Like, so that's that's kind of where I would, I'd say, um, if you're really really interested in in the wellness side of it, uh, I definitely would look into some of the the wellness associations. Um, there's a the Living in Place Institute, Lippy. There's Global Wellness Institute. There's I think like world globe world wellness. There's, there's a lot of them look into those. They've got education. They've got training here at Cedia. We're working on, um, a, uh, hopefully for mid year is like a well tech week to help introduce this topic to, uh, the, the masses. Um, and, you know, through propel, um, Cedia's propel program, we have some wellness and we're trying to grow wellness, uh, products, uh, to help, kind of in, introduce these to integrators in the, in the market so they're more comfortable discussing it.
0: Very good. All right, Ian, let's uh, let's wrap it there because as I said, we could we could go for hours. Um, if people want to uh, connect with you, connect with Cedia specifically uh, to learn more about the wellness market, the wellness channel, uh, where can they go and do that?
1: You can contact me at ibryant at cedia.org. Uh, and check out cd's website at uh, cd.net.
0: Awesome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time today. Uh, for myself, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at MattDScott and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again. That's all the time we have for this special episode of Resi Week.